The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simplysyndicated.com for more information. Welcome to Movies You Should See. This week we are doing our review of the year. It's New Year's Eve today. It's New Year's, New Year's Eve, Eve today. Is it's it? the end of 2006 and we've decided to give you our very best and very worst of this last 12 months. I've I'm Mike Dawson. Stand. I'm Richard's sorry. interrupting. Sorry. I'm Mike Dawson. I'm Tristan Ofield. I'm Richard Smith. My name's Craig Bevan. And I'm Alison Downing. <coughs> Hello. Hi. Hope you had a good Christmas, by the way. Yeah. Viewers, listeners. Still eating turkey. I probably am. Um, yeah, yeah, we probably sandwiches. will be. Mm, I intend mm. to. You'll be. be made of turkey. The house will be made of turkey. Yeah, yeah. well, as long as I get all the strawberry uh, quality streets, everything's going to be fine. At the Jet Garage today, they had a little bowl on the counter with uh, those sweets in them. Did they? Uh, with a please feel free to take one thing. Why didn't you take me with you? You didn't want to come. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would have if there were free chocolates. I didn't know there were free chocolates. Plus, I get the feeling they were touched by that hairy woman that works there. So, all I right, love, wanna... yes, darling. All right, honey, thanks, sugar pie. <laughs> <laughs> Every term of endearment you could possibly imagine. It was when we were there the other night, and she was talking to someone before we got there, and we caught the end of the conversation. Yeah. And the last word she had, and it was something like, "And I told him if I saw him again, I'd kick his fucking head in." <laughs> and then she turned to us and went, "Sorry, love, I don't normally talk like that." <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's, it's the woman in yes, Bargain yes, Booze who's the rudest and most polite woman that you've ever met. Thanks. Hello, <laughs> how are you? I'm great, thank you. Chicardin, please. Have thank you, you very day. much. Thank you very much. Please come again. <laughs> really <Yeah>. genuine. <sighs> I'm really, really sorry. Loving a card's been rejected. I'm not going to put it through a second time. No, go to the one stop. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Have a, have a fantastic day. Mm. Well, she really brightens you up, doesn't she? She does. And her yeah. husband Fucking is so delightful. Sunshine. Her husband's A. Her husband's amazing. <laughs> and her daughter fancies me. Yeah, hey, she does. Winner. She does. She wants it. She's I, well, she's no, she's get it. 17 or something. Oh, is that the one with the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Oh. <laughs> we went oh. into code word then yeah. by not actually saying the it. The famous yeah. shop daughter's girl. Why? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Mary's like... still my favourite. She that. used to work Mary, in the what's, uh, Mary, what's in this? Don't know, but I won't fucking eat it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. <laughs> From one of the dinner ladies at college. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not remember that? Yeah. Mary, what's in the pie? Don't know, but I won't fucking eat it. <laughs> <laughs> You're serving it. I think I'll have the quiche. <laughs> we were coming. Then she had a big pair of hairy balls. <laughs> we were. I still think she did. Maybe she did. What? You caught uh, on the rug got a pimp chair problem. Video camera and see your face. Sorry, I'm sorted. Successfully shuffled now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we have a number of categories. We have. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Greg, you're not pissed. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm laughing it's, it's... because Craig is so akimbo. Uh, <laughs> it's pointing at me, into... and quite frankly, I'm worried about it going off. <laughs> um. Do you want a do you want a cool breeze? I could Do you always want some ice I, for them. I, I, it's all right. It's all right. It'll I could always right. put my finger in the end and see if he explodes. <laughs> But by the time we get to actually doing this, it might well be 2007. So, is anyone going to be listening to us on YouTube? Probably not. There are tears. There are tears. That's all I can say, really. Rich, I don't have an acme penis. I'm sorry. I wish I'd so recorded that entire conversation clothes. about Craig's penis. Mm. <laughs> what, the plate thing? The plate thing. Spinning yeah. um, <laughs> yes. on, what's the best <laughs> Hollywood film? I just want a recording of the sound effect. <laughs> Go on, the sound it. of Craig having sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen today. <laughs> Can you do the sound effect? No, best Hollywood film. Best. <laughs> Right, well, I was going to sort of go through what we're going to be doing this evening. <laughs> okay, go for it. At some point. Um, we have a number of categories, and some of these are your more traditional <coughs> Oscar, Golden Globe kind of categories. <laughs> Oscar. Oscar. We, we should point out that we were going to have, like, a best of nomination thing, but then we realised what work would be involved in doing that. Yeah. Um, so, really, this is more our personal opinion. Yeah, basically, each answer for each... It, it, it's not like we're coming up with a collective, this is the best Hollywood film of 2006. It's going to be each individual's Because opinion. we'd have had to have seen every, every film, film of 2006. Yeah. And, and considering and the... Boy, oh, boy, if we, we found out we've only seen four, it's <laughs> Between us, so slight exaggeration there, but yes, there are a lot of films we haven't Sorry. seen. So this is not I... the definitive best of 2006. No. By the end of 2007, our favourite film of 2006 may well have changed. <coughs> but this is for what has been released this year, and yes, that we've happened to be able to watch. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so yeah, first category: uh, best Hollywood film. Uh, um, I'll shoot in straight with The Departed for myself. I'm completely agreeing with you. Me Mike. too, definitely. All right, three on the departed. I'm jumping in for Children of Men, which right. I thought was astounding. Really enjoyed that. Having not seen either of those, I'm going to have to say Casino Royale. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Good choice. Three very different types of film there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Should we talk a little about the departed first then? Yes. Yeah, let's skim over giving the away departed. anything. <laughs> oh, I don't. Know, I don't know whether that's possible. 
The Departed was the only film I saw this year that left me with an emotional baggage after it. Completely. Your precise words to me, I think, in text, because we have this thing where, for some reason, when any of us sees a film anywhere on any like part of the world, we have to text the others and tell them how it went. Mm. Yes. Um, so your well, comment, I think, was just wow, I think you sent to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, I just had to point that out. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know what else to say about it because it was just awe-inspiring. Well, I think I think it was a return to form for Scorsese. I, I loved it. Most absolutely. Another... one of my favourite directors and it was amazing to see him working at this level. Mm. Something I might actually purchase at full price on DVD when Definitely. it comes out. Definitely. Yeah. This is an owner. You buy this one. Yeah, it'll um... come out on DVD Monday. It also has um, the astounding... Cast as well. Not only we've got Jaw Scorsese, dropping. we have you know who was this? Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, uh, Alec Baldwin, Mark Wahlberg, who's very very good, uh, Martin Sheen, uh, Ray Winston, and of course Jack Nicholson. Yeah, um, best cast of the year. Star studded. It really far. was, wasn't it? A great collection. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone was I excellent was, in it. Everyone, including Leonardo, especially. Leonardo for me, I think. Mm. I didn't recognise him up there. No, completely different. I was convinced for once and for all that Leonardo is a man and he can act. And I had not been convinced up to that point that he was either of those two things. <laughs> but we'll, we'll come back to that. Mm. Okay. We'll come back to Leo in this. I, I, I was convinced by Leonardo's performance. It, it's an awesome film. Mm. Taken from Infernal Affairs. Yes, which is also very good. And uh, as he said the other day, it contains elements of all three of them. Yeah, it's all <clears throat> three of them, sort of. It's mainly the first one, but there are elements of Infernal Affairs 2 and Infernal Affairs 3 which are integrated into it. Mm. And interesting, it was interesting to watch it in terms of how they developed from the Asian story to the Hollywood story. And interestingly enough, my mother went to see this and really, really liked it. And the two major things in the film which happened in the Hollywood version which didn't happen in the Asian version were the two things she picked out as bits she didn't quite like. Mm. She said it was a really good film but there was just two bits and they were the biggest, obvious things which didn't happen in the original. Um, and that was, that was quite interesting to, to sort of see. Also, Scorsese um, manages to completely fuck with you because he's keeping the storyline pretty pretty down the line to mm. Infernal Affairs. It gets to the sort of the final act as such, and he starts to toy with you a little bit and how you think it's going to pan out because you think it's going to pan out exactly as Infernal Affairs did, and it doesn't quite do that. It does, but it doesn't at the same time. It's it's the interesting story's to watch. Told in a slightly different way. No, just slightly different places. Right. Um, I won't elaborate more than that, but I'm sure anyone who's seen Infernal, seen Infernal Affairs... Infernal Affairs. Mm, anyone who's seen Infernal Affairs and has seen The Departed knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, right, Children of Men, Mr. Mr. O'Field. Yeah, not really oh, much I want to say about it other than the fact that it's handheld, which, of course, I adore. Um, Clive Owen is absolutely solid. I think I've said many times I've... I'm a fan of Clive Owen because I enjoy watching him, but I don't think he's a good actor. Um, up until recently with Closer, and he is very, very good in this. There's some, there's some really good realism. It's very gritty. Uh, there's a 12-minute take you have to watch out for, which is just 
wow. Um, and it builds up so much tension in that time that you would absolutely adore, Mike. Right. Um, it's a very... I don't want to say realistic portrayal of the future, but the tech, not for example, the technology is pushed in just the right ways. Right. It's sort of extend. It's how you would imagine it to be. Yeah. Not with flying cars and stuff like that, but these screens would be a little bit bigger. We might have maybe this holographic projection thing, you know, that kind of um, Macy's window display, electronic windows display sort of thing. Um, and just, just really fucking entertaining. Mm. I don't know what else to say than that. On the edge of my seat for some of it and some really fucking good violence. Mm. Really See, good. I had the choice between seeing that and seeing The Departed. Fair um, enough. Um, I wanted to get round to The Departed and I just didn't. Likewise. Mm. Likewise um, for me. But did... Michael Caine again, brilliant in Children of Men. Right. Real nice to yeah. see. Um, and the dude out of Serenity, I forget his name, the main bad guy. Oh, uh, I can never pronounce his name either. Yeah, the the... Black guy, yeah. yeah. Solid. And what's yeah. brilliant about Children of Men um, is the main plot line is missing from the trailer, which is a fantastic. I went in, thought I was going to see something, and I saw that, but they left out so much in the trailer, which mm. is great cutting. Right. So there's yeah. a surprise in there for you as well, which is just ace. For our American listeners, Children of Men is released in the States this week. Weird, that. Yeah. Really weird. We got it that's before there. We yeah. got it long before. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so that's, yeah, that's out in the cinema now on limited release in America, uh, right. as far as I'm aware. <clears throat> you picked Casino Royale. I did, yeah. <clears throat> it's certainly the best film that I've seen all year, considering the absolute bag of shit I had to watch on the plane going to Vegas. That's coming in a bit. Casino Royale, for me, it's the only Bond film I've ever been excited about. I lost so much faith with Bond until this film. Was this the first one you saw at the cinema? No, I think I saw Goldeneye at the cinema. Right. Um, I can't remember. I think I did. It's fair to say that Bond was dying a death, especially with yeah. Die Another Day. Yes. That, which was <laughs> appalling Yeah. in every it way. It should have been Die Yesterday. Yes. <laughs> you know. Die before you're going to see this film, you'll be all the best for it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Enjoy the CGI. Wave. But no, I just, I just thought it was a masterpiece. I really did. I thought Daniel Craig was absolutely spot on. As, as I, you know, I had faith in the guy, and he pulled it off with a fucking blinding performance. Did he have an invisible car you could hide behind? No, no, no. Very minimal on gadgets. Very Good. minimal on Good. gadgets. Well, we're um, back in the early days, aren't we? Right at the yeah, beginning exactly. of we're his back career. Right but not just that. Even there, there's, I mean, there's some. Sh- it's Bond, so there's some shameless <coughs> product placement, which mm. that I mean, that's become yeah. now integral to getting Bond of the films made. Itself, so. yeah. um, Sorry, but in the latest incarnations, it had still focused. It's still been technology, but less gadgety. It had more been, oh, your new mobile phone also does this. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this, the technology's there, but they hold back from it. Yeah. Is it set in present day, even yes. though it's like yeah. early Bond yeah. stuff? Yes, yeah. it right. is. Yeah. Okay. They've basically shifted the... Because in the book, it's post-World War Two Nazis that are gambling or mm. something along those lines in sort of like the uh, you know cold early Cold War era where it was written. Um, and in fact, apparently it's based on um, Ian Fleming attempted... To, apparently this might be a complete bollocks, but um, there's a... The story, the myth that Ian Fleming actually did go into a casino, met two Nazis who were gambling with money and thought, you know what, if I actually, during World War Two, if I actually beat them at this game, then I could actually cause some serious damage to their war effort, yeah. um, which is where I got the idea. He got thrashed three times, apparently. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, they sat, yeah, they've nicely updated it to a post 9-11 situation. And the reference to 9-11 threw me off because you never have current affairs really not in mingled into no. Bond. It's always it's separate, it's so hyperbolic. It's it? not, yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah. Hyperbolic. Mm. Tick. <clears throat> very, um, very good. Oh, yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed Casino quality, Royale. Quality acting. <clears throat> yeah. Storyline, it only dropped a slight bit for me towards the sort of, well, the final act of it. I know what you're going to say. But it made up for it in the end. Yeah. Small problem I have with the majority of Bond films is that their opening set piece outdoes their final set piece usually 10 to 1. And this wasn't an exception. No, that's true. The the crane sequence near the start was absolutely Absolute amazing. Spellbinding, it really um, was. The oh, only is that thing near that, the start, yeah, 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 yeah. It, is, it is the start. It mate. is the start, pretty wow. much. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that tops it is the fact that there's a more of an emotional connection in the final yeah. scene. Yes. Which which makes it which more... is all shot on a fucking soundstage, which I can't believe. Unbelievable. Even the exteriors. Boys of Pinewood mm. know what they're fucking doing. Yeah. Yes, they do. Mm. Uh, yeah, that set is incredible. Yeah. One thing that's great about this was also there's a slight change in format because you're sitting watching it thinking at the first couple of minutes, something's missing. I can't put my fucking finger. I know you figured it out straight away, but I was sitting there thinking, something's missing. I can't mm. quite figure out what it is. Oh my God, there it is. And they just dropped it in. Mm. And that's the point where you see everyone in the cinema go, fuck, this is going to be wicked. Yeah. Mm. Um, and everyone who's seen it knows the bit I'm talking about. And I don't want to ruin it for anyone who's not seen it. No. Right, what's the next category then? Best British film, is it no, not? not. No, best, no, newcomer. No. Best, best newcomer. Best newcomer. All I don't know how to answer this one, so I'll back out and. All right, I'm going to jump in. On, I'll jump in on this one. Um, me and Mike watched the Proposition the other day, um, mm-hmm. which is the best Christmas film we've seen. Um, <laughs> get our Christmas show to <laughs> stick that on your fucking poster. <laughs> <laughs> and um, best newcomer for me is a guy called Tommy Lewis who plays uh, Two Bob. In, in this film he's a young guy um, he's done a couple of other things before but this is definitely his breakthrough and for me just his characterisation his portrayal of this fucking arrogant fuck up basically mm. uh, it's, it's just brilliant I just it just you know totally captured me in a way he kind of stole the show for me as well don't know what it was just such a presence about him I don't know if you agree yeah yeah, like there's, it's crazy about the proposition in general. I mean, if you talk about that in in general anyway, but that performance was really good. All the performances are really solid. What I didn't mm. expect from that film, from the trailers or from the advertising in general, was how much Ray Winston's in it and mm. how much sympathy you have for his character because you yep. think he's going to, you know, from the trailer, it looks like he's going to be an absolute twat and you're not going to like that guy whatsoever. Mm. But it's not, he's not, not the di- he's not the dickhead. No. Right. And it fast becomes very clear who is really that's the twat. See, I, I hated Ray Winston in The Departed. I just... He was a bit of a throwaway really. character, really, wasn't he? Though? Yeah, but that accent just killed it off. It was appalling. Was it? Mm. Yep. <laughs> See, his accent in Cold Mountain was really good. Have you seen that? No. He's he's almost unrecognisable in Cold Mountain. I've seen it. He's the villain. He's the main. He's the the guy who's um, enforcing all all the guys have to go to war back in the town. There's some odd people crop up, like Killian Murphy for like a scene. Yeah. uh, Natalie Portman for a scene. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. Cold Mountain's a very good film, actually. Right. Um, if you can put up with Botox face herself. Oh, yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. You've seen the... Uh, Formaldehyde head. 
What? Have you seen that perfume? <laughs> oh, God, on? the Baz Luhrmann one. It's fucking awful. Oh, it's ridiculous. Wasn't that yeah. on in the cinema when we yeah, watched it? Yeah, with a full set of tra- uh, full set of credits yeah. at the end. The only thing that moves is a lower jaw and the lower lip. She can smile. It's like a so uh, ventriloquist like... puppet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Much Botox. You have a newcomer, Richard? Um, my nomination for this is actually the adult Leonardo DiCaprio. Based on his performance in The Departed. I have been very vocal about my absolute hatred for Leonardo DiCaprio in the past. Uh, I would have said that the best thing about Titanic is you get to see him die in what I imagine to be a Oh, did we ruin it? Oh, Oh. unlucky. Dear. Rose. If we've just made you not watch Titanic... Then that's brilliant. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um... But in, in The Departed, he'd grown up. He was suddenly an adult. He's always been very childish and very young boy-like. Uh, boy w- face. Boy faced. I thought he was particularly pointless in Gangs of New York and probably ser- served to make that film the crap that it was. But that you didn't like. I turned off. He turned off. It was boring. Oh, it was yeah. rubbish. It was sold on the grounds that it was this quite violent gang sort of thing, and it wasn't. It was this... It was an almost one-on-one relationship movie between Daniel Day-Lewis and uh, Leo, mm. which was rather dull, I thought, in the end. But, like I said, turned off. Yeah. I bet... Um, I bet Leo... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I bet Leo's had major issues himself with this, though, as well. You know yeah. what I mean? No, he's, I, I bet imagine. he's trying his fucking best to get out of this. Well, that's the problem that he, he has, was type. is it? He's 34 years old or whatever, and he, he looks, looks 12. looks and sounds... He yeah, doesn't anymore. And sounds. He doesn't anymore. No, I've seen him as yeah. a man now. Has anyone seen The Aviator? Yes. No. no. Any good? Yes. You see, that's yeah. another <clears throat> example of something where I was put off by the fact he's in it. He is very mm. good in that, I will have to say. That right. might be the beginning of what you're talking about. Right. I did enjoy yeah. The Aviator immensely and thought it was paced almost as well as Goodfellas. I, right. I think, I don't know, for me, for terms of pacing for movies, mm. I think Goodfellas <laughs> is absolutely on the money. Mm. Um, and I think Aviator was kind of close, but it did dip a little bit. Mm. But do watch it yourself. Mm. Right, well, His performance in The to. Departed was excellent. Mm-hmm. It really was. He was completely believable as the character he was playing. Uh, his looks weren't a problem. Really, it was a perfect performance. It, it there was, was nothing brutal. you could have made him do that. There better. were a couple of scenes in The Departed that were completely brutal mm. and... The first one that we see, where where he picks up the glass, when he smashes that guy's yeah, head in in the bar, that's the first glimpse amazing. that we see that this guy is violent and he's got this aggressive core to him. And at that point, you don't imagine that Leonardo DiCaprio's got that in him to be able to just pick up a pint glass and smash it over a redneck's head. No, it was worse. It was like a. a it was a tankard. It was, it was a glass thick tankard. shot glass. I thought he was drinking a. I don't know, but it was brutal. Yeah, it was a really thick, nasty... Oh, it was harsh. You don't expect to see that from Leonardo DiCaprio. And in that one scene, he won it for me. God, I can't wait to buy that on DVD. I wouldn't want to see it. Because I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen it. I really want to see it. I believe it's out soon. Mm. It's actually Um, made the case. I mean, a friend of mine and me went to see it. And actually, walking out the cinema, was just sort of talking... 
why don't they have release dates simultaneously? If I walked out of the departed and saw a full price nineteen ninety nine single disc edition with no special features copy of the departed there and I could take it home then and there, I would happily part my twenty quid. Yeah. No, it would have to be normal price for me. No, no, departed on DVD. If it was only being sold at the cinema at twenty quid, I'd have had it straight away. You'd do it because of the buzz. If you could show your ticket on the way out <clears> to prove <throat> you saw the film, oh, is that it? Would you, you have to show your ticket? What if people would want to buy it instead of going into the cinema? How often do we not go because you don't want to go to the cinema? You don't want that experience of sitting with all the people. So if you could just go and no, get we're that just DVD. saying if if it's there and you've just watched, you've just the film, watched it, they can make a killing out. on it. It's like people when you go and see a gig and no, they're selling the band no, t-shirts that, and CDs. Yeah, my times. I get that. That's cool, but I'm saying. Also, just generally, release the movie on DVD on the same day as it comes out at the cinema. But then cinemas would lose out. Yeah. If they were exclusive to the cinemas... Fuck cinemas. I know, really? I like no, the experience. Don't fuck I cinemas. See what saying, but it's different. Because the cinema's it, on my front doorstep. It's and a I horrible experience. No, and sometimes. I'm, having seen HD movies, it's better than the cinema. Believe me, it's not as big unless you've got the screen, but as an image quality, it's better. It's the sound as well. Mm-hmm. And Oh, come on, you can get that quali- You can get better quality you, you sound can, in your living room. You can, but it's... Nah. No, but I we like haven't event, got yeah. that. You can't mm. beat it. We you haven't know, got that. It's... You're on your own uh, on that I one, just, I don't know. I think having... If, we would have seen more current films were we able to buy them on DVD. Of course you would. Instead mm. of going to the cinema. Yeah, I think that, it would be a better way of making money. It's about a matter money. of time when it comes to us, though. That's because it's going it's to the cinema. It's having time to it's, go to the cinema. Yeah, no, but even if it was doing that, you'd still be waiting for it to be released. Exactly. I mean, even though, yeah, we might be getting episodes of TV from America via stuff, mm. via download, we're still waiting for it, effectively. Nothing's mm. changed. We're just seeing it before it's a different time people. frame. Yeah. yeah. So you'd still be waiting and mm. for the releases. Yeah. So At the end of the day, it doesn't make a blind bit of difference. I suppose... I still think they'd make more money. Mm. I still think if if we could buy a fifteen ninety nine. No, DVD in fact, I think you're wrong because if I if I like Departed, yeah, and I know I can't get it on DVD. No, in fact, I'll give you Casino Royale. Mm. I I like Casino Royale a great deal. I can't go out and buy it straight right. away, and I will buy it when it comes out on DVD. I have to go back to the cinema to watch it again. Yeah, but how many people do that, I, I'm sure I'm not the only person that goes oh, to see a film. You won't be the only one, more than but twice. Be... Yes, but it's profit, <clears throat> and you, you, they're not going to turn down any form of profit. Mm. Mm, true. It's business. Mm. You and I have the same newcomer this year. Yes, we do. Um, over to you, Mike. This is. Did I Have I told this story about the girls in... In um, Blockbuster? No, I don't think you have. Basically, there's two girls. This was this is actually Weaver was telling me about this. There's two girls, um, and they're over a copy of Brick mm. in uh, Blockbuster. And one of them goes to the one, yeah, I saw that the other day, but I didn't get it. There was full of meaning in that. <laughs> <laughs> was this the, the, same, the same girls who were standing outside the little jeweler shops and saw a crucifix and said, oh, can I have one with that little bloke on the front? It's a bit plain. <laughs> have you got one with that little bloke on the front? Oh, my Lord. Yes, there were, Brummies. Um, so for us, Ryan Brummies. Johnson. Thought there were scouts so no, there was like, well, it, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was moving through the fucking... Never mind. Um, so Ryan Johnson for Brick, director, I think, for Best Newcomer. Director of Brick. Um, there's nothing I can say about Brick wow. that would make you want to watch it. What a debut, though. Yeah. I mean, 
honestly. I remember that it's it's a difficult one. You sit and you watch it, and literally the first half an hour was one of the most difficult half an hour of a film I've ever had to try and sit through. Right. Um, and I was watching that with my mother again and my uncle, actually, when I was down at home. And they... Is that the one with Emily DeRaven in? Yeah. 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 Um, very briefly. For about four seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is she on, like, the fr- main credits? Yeah, because she's the only recognisable yeah. actor. Right. Um, Apart from the guy who's in Third Rock from the Third Sun. Rock from the Sun. And Which he was one? awesome the lead well. character. Lead the, character. Youngest, the youngest one. The young boy. I'd never watched it. French. Oh, the boy. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, he the one who had girly not... hair. And, oh, and, and, um, he's was in Ten French. Things I Hate About You. French. French. Yes. Somebody yeah. or other. I never watched it. I, I always thought it. he was what's his name's son. He's not, but no. he he could be. <laughs> the guy, <laughs> the, the main guy in Third Rock, uh, and Rising Raising Cane, yeah, and Uncle Beasy in Santa Claus. I know the one you mean. He's not even know his name. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Um, snappy dialogue. I think personally, for me, I found this more compelling than um, Miller's Crossing in terms of snappy dialogue and fiery dialogue. Almost, but it was almost so sharp that you missed so much. I need to watch it again, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole thing is, you know, it's, yeah, like you said, there's nothing you can say about it that makes you want to watch it. It's a noir set in high school. Um, <laughs> and, and, you, and yeah, the more I tell you about it, the less you will want to watch it. But it was not what I was expecting at all. I was expecting a high school film with a noir plot line, mm. but everyone's still acting like they're in high school. No. No. It's, everyone's acting like they're in a noir. It's very intelligent. It just happens the to be criminal underworld. The mm. criminal underworld becomes a metaphor for what parents don't know about their kids. Yeah. The, right. the police chief who's got the rogue guy who's the main student who's trying to bust up the, the drug ring. The police chief is the, the police headmaster. Chief is the headmaster. So you played. still don't want to watch it, do yeah. you? No, I do. Played like a police like. chief, though. Not played like a headmaster, you know, mm. pretending to be a police chief. Played completely straight, and it really threw me off. I actually, I can quite genuinely say I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very difficult to get into. But once you're in, it's very good. Best newcomer. Best newcomer. That is a fucking debut. Right. Do you think? It, do you think that's one to one? If you say you, you think you should see it again. <sighs> Because this sounds like a film that I should buy. I will lend, then decide if you want to buy. Yeah. Because cool. I find it weird that I introduced this to Mike, because this is more the sort of thing you'd prefer. I'd heard about it, but I hadn't, you know. Mm. Mm. But then took a look at it and thought, eh. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I said to you, there's nothing, nothing I can tell yeah. you about this that will make you want to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, right. it was good. Next one. What do we have? Best foreign language film. Now, again, this has been a skinny year for me, but I'm going to go with Lady Vengeance. Skinny? Skinny, skinny yeah. It's my little yes. bite. <laughs> Sorry. Lady Vengeance, Pak Chan-wook. I'll second that. Yeah, that was good. Haven't seen it. What's yours? I haven't got one. I haven't got one. No it's fair to say films. that in 2006, I have seen more foreign language films than in any other year of my life. This is probably true, I, yeah. I've Likewise. seen... Probably mainly foreign language films this year. Yet not many of them, if any of them, were We're made made in 2006. Mm. It's been a little bit of a catch-up. It has, really. I saw Motorcycle Diaries... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I saw Motorcycle Diaries for the first time this year, Mm. which is amazing. 
Mm. I heard yeah. a lot about it. And yeah, never got around let, to it. we'll have to do it at some point. It starts that. What was that? Two thousand and five. That was two thousand and four. Actually, four. Yeah. Wow. So that's way up. Time flies. Mm. When mm. when I was thinking about the films in this list, I was coming up with stuff that was two thousand and four, two thousand and five. Yeah. Thinking, fuck, mm. I'm sure that was only just yeah. a few months ago. That's I was. Crazy. I had to troll through a website yeah. and try and work out which ones have been released. Yeah, in I was checking. I am checking choices on IMDb. Which wanna... I managed to pull out a few by doing that. Yeah. I had Forrest Gump as my best film for a while. (laughs) Of 2006? Yeah. (laughs) 12 years late. I thought it was Singing in the Rain. You had to tell me what I'd watched this year. Yeah. Uh, So, elaborate on Lady Vengeance then, Craig. Is that yours? It's the only foreign language film, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It was very good, though. It was very good. Um, First 30, 40 minutes. Difficult to get into and say that's a good majority of the film. It is, but it's it all half of the film. Yeah, but it's a payoff and it, a half. Is it worth is it? that last third? It's a payoff and a half. It really is, and it's just it's just hard to get your head around the material that's going on. It's not clear cut, but it's not obtrusive is as it such. Bad direction. No, no, it's it... not. It's it's bizarre. Um, <laughs> It's it's one of those films where you sit and watch it and you think that the director is treating his audience with a massive amount of intelligence and then you think to yourself, I'm not quite smart enough yeah, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. be I following this. I should be getting this. I should be getting this, but he's a little bit smarter than me. But it's more um, of a payoff film. Yeah. You know, but things, his editing style... Put the work in and then... His editing style is amazing. Mm. Just some of the stuff like um, when it's it's cutting around, there's a room full of people and it goes, it's introducing each one of these characters, um, but they're not like named or anything else. It's just a single shot of them sat very calm and then it's a flash forward cut on the very same shot of them looking horrified at the very beginning of a scene. And then it does each and every one of the people and then the scene continues and then about five or ten minutes later you you see see what's horrified horrified them. Um, And stuff like that. So it's flashes forward, which is very rare. Mm. Um, Yeah, but yeah, like I said, payoff towards the end. It's beautiful set pieces. Fantastic! The ending and the, the the soaring strings on the score at the end is just it's just beautiful. I mean, mm. these films are riddled with the whole symbolism thing as well. And the, right at the very end, in the snow with the white dress and everything, it's just like ah, it's priceless little moment there. Mm. So, of the three vengeance films from Park Chan Wook, Old Boy every time. Old Boy, then Lady Vengeance. Yes. Then Sympathy. Yes. Concur. Concur. Which is the one with the battery tied to that guy's head, the girl's head, and he fries her brain? That's Mr. Vengeance. Mm. <laughs> no, I'll agree with you guys. Mm. I, like, I like Mr. Vengeance, but Vengeance, Mr. Vengeance is fucking cold. Mm. Yeah. is the problem with that. It's so cold. The girl in Mr. Vengeance. Oh, she's so, so fit. fit. <laughs> Unbe- God. Unbelievably fit. Mm. It's magical. <laughs> okay, I, I, I've got a different answer for this one. I've got a best uh, foreign language film, Hidden, is my favourite this year. Okay, okay. Pray yeah. do tell. Um, which uh, will probably come as no surprise to some of our listeners. 
Uh, it's a French film with Juliette Binoche and uh, from Michael Haneke. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and it's all about a chap, a middle class chap, who's a, um, a television reporter, being. Um... Sorry, sorry, mate. I've never seen Rich look it's so confused in my life. Television reporter. Television reporter who's yeah. basically getting receives tapes, surveillance tapes of his own house. Um, in the mail from an anonymous sender and then starts to receive pictures of um, little childlike pictures with blood splashed across the picture, um, very disturbing imagery, um, and is being stalked by someone but he doesn't know who and he's trying to work out who it is. All sounds very standard sort of thriller kind of thing, mm. but there's not one iota of score. It's primarily uh static shots very long shots um it's all very much dialogue driven there's no easy answers and it's very 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 good can i borrow it yeah you can borrow thank it. thank you that um, sounds like a winner for me um and does have one of the most horrific scenes of violence i've ever witnessed in any film i was by i don't usually have visceral reactions to films when i'm by myself it's only yeah. usually when I, there's people in the room yeah like if something if something no. shocking happens it's oi but only if there's someone else next to me so who's also going oi or you know that, it's the, <laughs> that is the standard oh, yeah. it's the it's the candle it's the candle after effect you know why yeah. you know you put laughter on so you feel yeah. comfortable laughing if you're by yourself watching it um, yeah. and that's one of the few times where I've been sat by myself watching a film and literally jumped out of my seat it's horrific I want to see this that is the, that, this that, is, that is the benchmark of um, shocking moments oi well, we put the proposition on the other day I, like, I bet you there's an oi worthy moment yeah and there was two <laughs> there was two <laughs> yeah. Straight after one another yeah, as well. Just like, Oi! Oi! <laughs> I see a rating system of sorts coming up. <laughs> how loud the oi is. <laughs> how many perceived. How effective the shock is. What's right. the next... <clears throat> Sorry, carry on. Best just... score. Oh, best score. Right. Hmm. I'm, I'm actually going to go... I'm changing my decision last second... I'm going to go with Lady Vengeance. Mm. Beautiful, sublime. Mm. <laughs> Likewise, on Lady Vengeance on that one. Uh, the vocal stuff in particular was fucking awesome. Um, the soaring strings as well. It's such beautiful compositions in there. Well, it took the bassist, because there's some fucking amazing music in Old Boy as well. Mm. Uh, I've got the score for oh, both yeah. of those. There's no score to Simply Mr. Vengeance, but... Um, uh, but yeah, the the score for Old Boy is very similar to Lady Vengeance, but they take it's it's hard to describe. It's less chaotic than Old Boy. It's more there's more of a through line, and it's never in any way sinister, which is what's crazy about no, it. No, considering the the content Con- of the considering film. Considering the content of the film, you could put the Lady Vengeance soundtrack on it's and quite beautiful. happily play it mm. for you know mm. my grandparents would probably sit and listen to it and would would be fine Dinner with party. it. Chilling out, mates round. Possibly. Mm, possibly. Possibly. But beautifully done music. Quite an emotional dinner party, perhaps. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, I have that's nothing ours. for this. I have nothing to offer. There haven't no. been no. any films with the soundtrack that have really stuck in my mind. I no. did enjoy Scorsese's because it was a true to form Scorsese. Of course, I went out and soundtrack. bought Gimme Shelter and because stuff of like it. that because of that and because yeah. it's brilliant. And I like to drive around in the car and pretend there's a helicopter following me. Yeah. And all that sort of thing. 
That's a good fella's reference, everyone. You know, mm-hmm. I, for when he's driving around in the yeah, car. Yeah, listening and to Manish Boy. Oh, Speaking Manish, of, wrong tune, sorry. Speaking of good fellas, <laughs> a recent Simpsons episode. The oh, yeah. Best good fellas spoofs I've seen in a long time. With Nelson and Bart walking through the school, as like, and Bart's been taken under Nelson's wing as his new protege. And it's like, we were the kings of the school. We could go anywhere, and they go down to the basement. And oh yeah, and there's pa- a tracking the, shot tracks proper tra- all the way. Scorsese esque tracking shot following them. Goes into the refectory, brilliant. and then the table comes alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's bloody brilliant. I need to see that. They did an excellent Godfather one as well. Yeah, really, yeah recently they? that was good as well. Uh-huh. I touched your heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's after best score then? Best British film. God. Oh, uh, God. Hands oh. up, rather appallingly, I have not seen any. <laughs> apart from yours. <laughs> Strix. Pretty much. Yeah. Best British film. Um, <laughs> the only British film I've seen. Coming soon to Simply Syndicated. Um... Best British film, uh, The Queen, without a shadow of a doubt for me. Um, I need to see that. Helen Mirren. That's got the Night Arrows guy in as Tony Blair. Who put me off the trailer, bad trailer, suffering from, pardon me, suffering from bad, bad trailer. Um, I thought in the trailer he was awful as Tony Blair. Um, I think he's portrayed really well. The woman who plays Sherry Blair is the woman in uh, Enduring Love. Who loses the husband and she thinks is having an affair. Oh, I don't know yes, if you remember, she's yes. very good. She's not in very many scenes. Yeah, yes, she plays yes. Sherry Blair. She's excellent as Sherry Blair. Um, Helen Mirren, obviously amazing. James Cromwell as uh, fantastic. Prince Philip, isn't as he? Prince Philip, yeah. Does she have um, to wear prosthetic larger teeth to play Sherry Blair? Yeah. Convincingly. Watch it and see. It's very good. It's very good. You know how when you, you were telling me, you mentioned a couple of shows ago, how you associate. Actors with the people more than the people themselves. Yeah. Yeah, very good at Sherry Blair. You know, with Sherry Blair on the news to make it look like she's talking, they put peanut butter in the back of her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And make it do it. (laughs) And then they play a soundtrack over it. Her dislike of the Queen is is done very well um, in the film. Uh, It's got some great dialogue. Diana is always shown in um, news articles and stuff like that. They also keep William and Harry's faces hidden throughout the whole thing. Mm. Uh, you see them you know, there, but you either see them in long shots or there's a shot Long of them. John's. Long John's <laughs> as well. You see them... <laughs> you see them... Private joke, private joke. Um, you see them like on the bed, in the bedroom, when uh, the, the night of Diana's death, but they're crying and facing the other way. It's quite strange, actually. Um, right why the filmmakers chose to do that when because uh, first my thought was sensitivity but they're doing a film about her their mother's death anyway so mm. how much do you need anyway uh don't know whether any of the stuff that went on behind closed doors is true but it's a fascinating look at what could have been going on yeah. um in those days where the, the queen said nothing do mm. we know of any reaction to this film no not that i've read from the palace you mean well yeah from the palace or Blair or anything. No, absolutely not. Came out of nowhere. It was yeah. suddenly on Apple Apple.com. It was suddenly on the mm. trailer section. What the fuck is this? 
Put it on, and it, yeah, it put me off for the fact that you had Tony Blair saying something dramatic and slamming a phone down to rising strings. Get the mm. night arrows, he says. Yeah, <laughs> which um, kind of made me think, hang on, that's t- you're making a film about a bunch of people who were still the head of the executive and the head of the legislative in this country. Yeah. Mm. And it was only, you know, nine years ago, and it's, you know, ten years ago, and it wasn't, you know, and it's, it's crazy to do that. It's always too person. soon, though, isn't it, to do stuff right. about... They said they've said this about every. Yeah, but you even like I mean I'm not going to go into the whole too soon bollocks argument, whatever. That's that's neither here nor there. But more just the fact that they're still there <laughs> was what really made it bizarre. Yeah. It's not in retrospect because it's still current. In light of what's happening in the news at the moment about this conspiracy jobby, mm. is that any kind of knock on? Do we think or just not? Well, no, it's no, that's just never gone on. away. Yeah. It's there was the end the news, of the inquest, wasn't it? There was yeah. a news report the other day that said Diana Driver was drunk. And, like, but they said that we, the day yeah. after. We knew that, mm. yeah. Why is that now news again? Diana didn't wear a seatbelt. We knew this ten years ago, mm. you know. Yeah. 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 So it's never really gone away, and it's... I don't know, a lot of people reacted very unusually to that event, I but felt. It happened on my birthday, and I'd met her, so I was quite upset, really given mm. both of those facts. And I, I remember getting a text message that day saying, are you still going out tonight? Thinking yeah, so... that tonight must be off because the princess has died. And yeah, I, yeah, it was a bit shocking and that, but it was my fucking birthday. Do you know what? I was at Chatsworth House. I don't know if you know that. It's a yeah, huge yeah. country Drive estate. Massive. Uh, Batman driveway. Right. Um, <laughs> and it was for a festival. Mm. There were... Th- thousands of people and it came announced over the speakers that you know princess wales has died and i've never seen so many people stop still mm. it was amazing except for the old couple behind me that obviously couldn't hear and you could hear them talking over the entire field everyone stopped dead and i don't think they've ever received so many evils from so many people at once like don't talk what's yes that? like shut the fuck up did, did you hear the radio that morning no. i that woke me up it woke I, me up at work the radio woke me yeah. up yeah and you thought what what i said i was in bed that was my yeah, alarm that was your alarm clock Princess yeah me Dino's too died. i thought i was dying but the music dreaming. that morning, they, they, stopped, they stopped the usual playlist. They yeah. just played ambient sort of trancey yeah, stuff. It was bizarre, wasn't it? And I thought, what's, what's this? What's happened to the radio show? What's gone on? And it was the music that keyed me in. Something's wrong. Mm. And then I think it was Simon Mayo announced it or something like that. I think it was, yeah. The I, whole... I was literally woken up to the words. Yeah. Diana's died in a tragic car accident. The whole point of the film is basically about the reaction. The Queen's sort of saying, I'm not getting on TV. She's not even a part of the royal family. The British people don't want this. And it's about realising that something's changed. Mm. And the fact that the Queen wasn't keyed into that change. And how could that have happened? There's a beautiful scene where she puts Tony Blair... Tony Blair's got to ask her um, for permission to form a government in her name. It's just after his election when the film starts and she puts him in his place. It's amazing. She just sits down and she sort of says, you're my 10th prime minister. My first was Winston Churchill. And he's sort of like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Big shoes to fill. Mm. Um, and it's be- anyway, beautiful script, beautiful performance. Mm. Um, plays like a very good BBC drama. But what did you expect? Yeah. yeah. Mm. OK, let's move on because we've dwelled on that yes. for a long time. Mm. Biggest disappointment. <laughs> I level right in here with X Men Three. 
Who else is ploughing in with X-Men 3? I'm not seeing it. The, fir- the last half an hour is spectacular. But, but still bad. <clears throat> Everything leading up to that is diabolical. Okay. Pretty much. Uh, it was greatly disappointing. Well, like but, somebody was it you just said you weren't expecting much anyway. No, it was so, tr- Tristan. So it couldn't yeah. have been a disappointment. Well, no, I could see how it was to you. I just, I just had a feeling it had gone. Well, as soon as Brett, as soon as Singer was off of it, and as soon as Ratner was on, I was. This is going to be shit. Mm-hmm. This is going to be rubbish. Oh, well, apparently, it wasn't his fault though. It was well, already at that stage. Apparently, you know, but still, yeah, it was, that was that was my initial thought was that this is going to be rubbish. But then when the trailer came out, very good trailer. Completely sold me on it, mm. Mm. and then yeah, obviously the reviews came out, and uh, I think one, one one review was the special effects are good. Oh, oh dear, oh dear. Um, it had become the ca- the show of pointless characters as well. Yeah, how many people can we cram in for no reason? Mm. It was like ridiculous cameos for characters. I heard that they want the guy who plays Sawyer to be Gambit. And this is why he wasn't in this film, because mm. he turned it down, because he thought it was too close to Sawyer, apparently. So they just <clears> simply <throat> didn't put him in, because they still want him as Gambit. That's quite cool. Mm. I, I heard that. I can't see there being a fourth. Yeah. No, neither can I. I don't know. I, I don't know. Made How more much money, money did it make? Well, no, it Made didn't. more money than the other two. Oh, this is the thing, it all comes down to the cash. Mm. We're venturing it's... into a new world of film series now. We're going to start seeing over this next year, fourth instalments of things we're leaving the trilogy behind yeah. we're going to have Spider-Man 4 before very long yes they're going to do Pirates 4 yes Terminator 4 is probably coming it's all in a few years until of... we run it into the ground and then we'll reinvent yeah. well this yeah. summer's like the, the next 2007 summer is the trilogy part 3 heaven isn't it it's mm. what uh, Bourne Ultimatum yeah. Spider-Man yes. 3 yeah. um, that's 2 come on Fish it out the there's another Pirates, <laughs> Pirates 3 yeah. uh, there's, there's a few others I'm sure <laughs> but I can't remember incidentally apparently Rocky Balboa has been going down pretty well in the States yeah I've heard it's been doing it's actually I'm, quite I'm good I'm interested in that one I, Die Another Day did very well in the States as well so. no I mean you mean in terms of reviews yes cool. yes I mean Apparently, Sylvester Stallone has been quoted as saying he was quite embarrassed about Rocky V, and so he fucking should be. It was mm. a bag of wank. It was poor. Yeah, um, but I'm really, I really want to see this at the cinema because it'll be the only chance I think I get to see a Rocky film at the cinema. Mm. And um, I remember seeing the first one at the cinema. Really? Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. See, for me, my favourite is Four. Um, yeah, Dolph. Um, <laughs> but I, I do want to see this. I do want to see this. Mm. Apparently, it's going down very well. I'm intrigued. I will be good seeing that one. I'm going to have to double up on the superhero front. My biggest disappointment of the year was undoubtedly Superman. Um, I was really impressed with Singer being on it. Um, I thought this guy, Brendan Roth, was quite cool. I was excited at the prospect of Lex Luthor. Mm. Um, Well, it's Kev. You know, you want it to be good. On Uh, paper, it's good. As I think Jason said on the forum, Kevin Spacey just looked bored. Um, I just... It was good, but it wasn't quite there. There was a train set sequence that went on for five million years mm. um, that just lost me completely. Some great special effects. There's some wonderful moments, um, but just overly, I was just expecting... I was expecting X-Men, the first X-Men, which just I loved. Yeah. Now, do you prefer X-Men 1 or 2, people? I two. actually don't remember enough of 2. 
I've seen it several times and it I've just doesn't stick two, in my so mind. I I, so I'm going to have to say one. I'm thinking two. I one was a setup again. film. Mm. It was very much a setup film, uh, but it introduced it us to well. Hugh Jackman, and yes. it was the start. If if Brian Singer hadn't made X Men, we wouldn't have any superhero films yet, or maybe they'd have had the balls to do it. Because you remember, it was the first superhero film since Joel Schumacher and Batman and Robin. Yeah, there'd been a very long period with nothing. Joel did a good job there. Didn't oh my he? God! Not only mm, did you kill Batman, you killed the genre. Every dead. France, every um, but. So you've got to give it to Brian Singer for doing that. But Superman, well, we'll see what happens with the next one. Mm. Mm. But well if done, it gets Spider-Man. made. Well done, Spider-Man. One and two. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. My own personal biggest disappointment of 2008. It's six. six. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain. No, no, no. See, this is what happens when Richard drinks beer. First of all... <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, when I tell you what my thing is, I'll explain why 2008 was in my mind. Okay. My biggest disappointment of 2006 was learning that the new Star Trek film is going to be a Kirk and Spock prequel. Yes. Mm. It will be released in what? 2008, what? as was the only text on the poster. <laughs> and so that sort of dropped through the, the, the filter, as it were from my brain into my mouth and mm. came out as words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Let's move. I, I said my biggest disappointment was um, not getting to go to the cinema as often as I would have liked because <laughs> slim pickings for me to choose from tonight, really. Mm. And it wasn't until, you know, the concept of this show came up that I realised. Thought, I, I thought, fuck, yeah. I have seen nothing this Likewise, year. Likewise, yeah. This has been the year nothing of catch current. Up no, for me. nothing current. Let's say you've seen a lot this year. I've seen right, a yeah, yeah. hell of a lot of films. films this year. I have seen very few new releases. So I would have liked to have gone to the cinema more. Don't mm. know where I would have knitted the time. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, aside from that, I think I'd agree with you, Tristan. I wanted Superman Returns to be something that I was gagging to see. And you barely, you didn't you get up and walk around, make a phone call? I just switched off straight away. Yeah. I'm, I, it needs to grab me within the first few frames, and I'm, oh god, this is yeah. a bit shit, really. Mm. And um, I've I've not been really in a place where I want to invest all of that time yeah. on it as well, because that's the shocker with Superman Returns is that it's fucking long I was a very vocal supporter before this came out of it on the forum mm. um, well I saw your reactions to the trailers yeah you know when you I'm... saw him fly a fly up, flying up towards the sun yeah you it, were overjoyed it wasn't Tristan. that it was the shot of people looking up yeah and I just thought my god that's how I used to react to this because mm. the two films or the, the, the series of films I watched most as a kid were undoubtedly Star Wars and Superman yeah um, and I felt like a little boy. There were some great comic shots in there. I complete faith in Brian Singer. But yeah, just a bit too long. And mm. a, a harsher edit would have made the film a lot better. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Phantom Menace Syndrome. Yeah, I wanted to like it, but mm. just not. Mm. Oh, well. Biggest disappointment for me <clears throat> this year was being made to watch Take the Lead and Date Movie on my plane flight to Vegas. Thank you, American Airlines. <laughs> Thank you for robbing me of three and a half hours of my life. They could have filled it so much better. Yeah, Ice Age Two sitting looking out the window. Yeah, Ice oh. Age Two was fine. You know, I can uh, I can dig that. But 
Antonio Banderas teaching ballroom dancing to underprivileged kids. <laughs> and a really, really bad spoof movie. No. 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 <laughs> Where can I claim these moments back? <laughs> There's nowhere. There is nowhere. I'll meet you in the queue. I'll be I'll be cashing in my best moi two hours. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I want them fucking back. <laughs> okay, so the best film that you've seen this year. Oh, this was so hard because it was hard. as we've just said, seen a lot of films this year. You should point out this is a different the slightly different. This is yeah, not the generally the best film we've seen this year. Mm. So not restricted question. to 2006 release. Yeah. Seen some awesome stuff. Mm. I really have. Mm. I have um, become acquainted with um, Park Chan Wook's work, um, with Takeshi's work. Yeah. We watched the Three Colours trilogy, we for God's sake. We watched the Three Colours trilogy. As if I was ever going to see that, I'm from Doncaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen um, some heavily good films. Heavily this year. good films. But I'm going to have to say my favourite was Ocean's 12. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> I just shit myself. <laughs> you actually jumped. It looked specifically like you'd been shot in the stomach. <laughs> it, was, it was that kind of, well, what was that? <laughs> ah, you shot. But they said she looked like Julia Roberts. <laughs> oh, that was the worst thing in the world. Oh, oh, shit. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm gonna. Oh shit! I'm gonna say the return. No, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm gonna say, sexy beast. Oh, yeah. Sexy I beast. Sexy really, beast. I really, really, <laughs> really, really thoroughly enjoyed this film. Okay. Hmm. I have had... You actually say, what is your... No, I'm still no, thinking. No, he, he was okay. looking at the DVD shelves. Right. Uh, the best film I've seen for the first time now... We have seen a lot of good stuff. I've seen fucking loads this year. But the best film outside of Best Hollywood Film I've seen has to be The Prestige. Because oh, really? I was so... I was so thoroughly entertained. I was like a little boy when I came out of that. I was bouncing for joy. Loved every second from start to finish. Um, you know, and a great date movie as well. You know, Michael Caine, Hugh Jackman, and... Um, Christian Bell. Christian Bell. What woman wouldn't be satisfied to be taken to see that? Well, there's mm. one for all of us, isn't there? Aye. Um, but yeah, just a really fucking great film. Right. And actually... An Christopher off- Nolan. Christopher yeah. Nolan again, yeah. Good stuff. Um, and it was the exact same feeling I had when I watched Batman Begins. I just sat there thinking, I am loving this so fucking much. Mm. Um, cool. So... Although I've seen more intelligent... That's not saying The Prestige isn't, is unintelligent, but things like The Return, I wanted to nominate, um, but I'm going with Prestige for just how I felt watching it. Oh, I'm going to sort of do a, a little bit of a dovetail to Alison's uh, return there with another Russian film called Mirror, which I watched recently, which is the um, fourth film that Tarkovsky made uh, in 1974. And I won't say much more about it, but it's fucking awesome. Um, and if you like that sort of thing, you should watch it. Um, but it's it's crazy because you, you, it is like watching a dream. Um, literally, it's like watching a dream. Um, and you just come out of it. And the, the film resonated with me for days afterwards. 
I'm looking forward to this one. Absolutely, ages afterwards. That's all I'll say on that one. Richard, have you decided? I am am at a loss, you know, because I've seen so many damn good awesome films this year that it's it's almost unfair. What's going on? Sorry. It really makes me jump when you talk like that. Um, Yeah, there's been so many. And really, some of the Takeshi Mike films. Mm. uh, Hannah B in particular sticks in my mind. Mm. All the the intercuts with the paintings and all that sort of thing. Love that. Was just incredible. And it can show that the guy can make something that's uber violent and do paintings with flowers as well. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was lovely. Do love Takashi Mike stuff is brilliant. Yeah. Actually, out of all of the films I've seen, that's the one that sticks in my mind, so I'll probably go with that one. I don't want to overdo The Departed. Yeah. And plus it's a little bit cliched now at this point, so fuck it. Mm. Fair juice. Okay. Okay, next one. Most implausible sequence of the year. All uh, of Take the Lead. <laughs> All of it. Antonio Banderas teaches ballroom dances to underprivileged kids. The correct reaction Sex. when being pitched that in your office is get the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> duh, yeah. duh, duh. No, it was made by the same person that made Save the Last Dance. Mm. Probably. Probably. And the remake of that that came out this year as well. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It's the keep, same keep film. trying to save The Last Dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let The Last Dance go. The Last Dance is flatlining. I'm going to have to alter mine to, to accommodate to Alison's, as you said it much better. Uh, the, the whole of plot of A Bit of Sweet Life. Yeah, was... it's a little bit too tenuous. Yeah. It's fucking... It just wouldn't happen. This guy's overreacting in a major fucking way. Yeah. And I have a problem with the overreaction of it all. It's mm. Just chill the fuck out. This does not need to happen to this guy because he's not done this thing. Isn't it a good film? Though? It, it's, it's a good no, film, but it's so tenuous. It's slick. It's very good violence. It's quite good performances, good music and everything else. But the, the plot is tenuous. Yeah, that's... Tenuous. I mean, it's completely implausible. Very flimsy. Mm. Um, Thinner and, than and rice paper. Yeah. The the guy reacts to something. Basically, it, it's a, a gangster story set in um, Seoul in Korea. And the guy, the, the, the like godfather, the head of the gang, um, is in love with a younger woman. She's She's in her early 20s. And he thinks she's seen someone else. And so what he does is ask his number one guy to watch over her while he's out of town. And if he suspects that she's seeing someone, if she's seeing this guy, that he has to sort it out. He's got to tell her and the guy in those uncertain terms that they don't speak, they don't see each other anymore. And you don't really get told of the consequences of, of making a mistake, mm-hmm. but you know that they're high. And he makes a mistake on a completely human level. But there's not enough of that, um, the exposition of that. Mm. As we were talking before, the thing that changes his mind and makes him go against his boss isn't revealed to us very well at all. So when it unfolds, it's kind of like, oh, but this can't happen to him. Oh, come on, this is unfair. And that's that's the resounding feeling that I felt when I was watching this film was... Yes, it's beautiful. Yes, it's slick, but it's just unfair. Mm-hmm. 
This is not nice <laughs> on not this nice. guy. Cool He's a poor bastard. He's a poor he? bastard, and he works so hard, and he's the rightful heir to the the throne because the other guy's a fucking idiot. Mm. But he's just robbed of that for making one daft, silly mistake that you almost miss because it's that small. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan, do you have an answer for this one? The bullet ricocheting off Ed Norton's tooth in Fight Club. Okay. <laughs> Over. Thank you. Is that everyone Shattered in that round? My anyone? most implausible thing of 2006 was Katie Holmes appearing to be the same height as Tom Cruise. In <laughs> Fair enough. In Not going to happen. Never going to happen. Fair yeah, enough. The yellow pages on set that day. Yeah. Stood in a hole. Wait, so I've seen. Seriously, I've seen Tom Cruise arm in arm with um, the guy of Gladiator, Russell Crowe, same height. Not going to happen. No. Twelve-inch mm, platforms. Mm. Big the thing Cuban heels. The thing I don't get is photo. That particular photo, yeah, was outside of uh, a premiere with people in the background. So surely all those people know the truth about what Tom is standing on. Yeah. If you've ever seen Tom Cruise at a premiere, tell me, what is he standing on? What is on? he standing on? Is he wearing Yellow lips? pages? Anything. <laughs> anyway. Maybe he's not standing on anything. Maybe he's as tall as a normal person. No. <laughs> Maybe Crow's that hard that he's keeping him up on his arm. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah. possible. It's possible. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Most implausible sequence of the year. Which we've just done. We've done that. How many beers have you had, Not enough. You haven't seen Deja Vu yet, Mike. (laughs) It was very similar to the next one, which is actually best action sequence. I think there's quite a few of us that are united on this one, but go, Alison. I'm going to say the same film. It's Bittersweet Life. I love the first fight. I love that. When he just runs across the table and kicks some ass. That was awesome. Oh, yes, I remember that. In the little private room in the hotel. Fabulous. Mm. Uh, go. Casino Royale. The Sebastian Foucault chase sequence Ooh, in Foucault. Foucault. That's Foucault. the free running. Not Foucault. I, I've, I've just got it down here. <laughs> crane sequence. Casino Royale. No, it's. it's um... <laughs> How exactly does one fuck on? Can I ask a question <laughs> about the crane fight in yeah. Casino Royale? I've not seen it. Yes. But I'm just speculating. Putting myself in Bond's position, right? I'm chasing a guy, I'm trying to kill him for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. He runs up a crane. He has to come down at some point. Why do I not sit at the bottom of the crane? Because when you see how Sebastian Foucault moves, he's he's coming down. He's coming down. You've got to go up is with him. Is he a free runner? He yes, invented he is. free running. Oh, he, oh, is. Right. he has been written, he has been written in because he because is so fucking good. Skills. He's <laughs> amazing. Um... <laughs> Is it? I put it this way: you can it. see for Daniel Craig, you can see when it swaps to uh, a stunt double. Sebastian Foucault does all of times, stunts. Just right. oh my god, is all I'm saying. Yeah, it's fantastic it, stunt. Work. I've watched. I mean, I loved it. I've seen the film three times at the cinema. I watched Bob rubbing his hands. Did you, you sit rubbing watching the rubbing the sweat off your hands as it appears? <laughs> mm. It's amazing. Return to form in Bond. It's just what Bond needed. It's not just yes, the crane was. bits either. It's the whole fucking sequence all the way up to the embassy. Is and then absolute. finally you go... <gasps> oh, yeah. And yeah. It's long, but... Mm. Awesome. Brilliant. Awesome. Brilliant. That does... That kind of seals. If it hasn't been sealed for you early on, that seals Daniel Craig as Bond. Mm. Yes, mm. it does. Richard? Best action sequence is probably, for me, I think, 
the wrestling scene in Borat. <laughs> or as Mike and Craig like to call it, Thursday night. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I love how I say these horrible things and then go, sorry. You're not. No. no. I didn't know we were going to see Borat on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think what he does in that scene, what they both do in yes. that scene, is above and beyond the call, call of, of duty, duty for an actor. But anyone that's seen it, that bit, I laughed so hard, I <laughs> thought my ribs were going to smash open. I couldn't breathe. That I was almost nice. clawing the air to pull oxygen into my mouth. <laughs> it was hilarious. I'm just remembering it. <laughs> <laughs> The bit where they run into the lift and they just have to stand normally, completely naked. naked. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> into the convention of mortgage brokers. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, I think he actually gets punched by someone at the end. He does. He gets decked by yeah, someone. Yeah, you do. You see a punch going. Crazy. Mm. Bloody hell. Worst actor, actress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a tricky one because technically he's not an actor. But it's got to be Vinnie Jones in X-Men 3. Okay. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Are you really, Vinnie? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Have a Bacardi. <laughs> Have a Bacardi. <laughs> yeah, Vinnie Jones with drinks the, Bacardi. With all your Latin spirit, Vinnie. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. pints, he drinks Bacardi. I don't know. Carmen Electra, stop it. <laughs> stop <laughs> thinking you can act. Just do You're some a dickhead. Well, hang Just on. Do some more pole dancing oh, or something. Yeah. That's what no. she's doing. We'll look at you. Bastard. Don't want to listen to you. Yeah, we'll look at you in FHM. Yeah, mm. she's creating pop acts as it is. Pussycat dolls are hers. Don't know why. Shit. Well, she used to be a performer in her own right, didn't she? Yeah. She was yeah. like, oh, table Prince, dancer, I think Prince's they called girls. them. Mm. Oh, really? Yes. Princess girls. Wow. Yes. Tristan's been muttering for the last few minutes like this is the end of the world. It is the end of the world because my worst for this year was, until five seconds ago, was undoubtedly Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta. Awful. Really bad. I did have to double-check that it came out this year and it did. Just fucking atrocious. I rate Natalie Portman. Likewise. Not in this film. Her accent is fucking wank and on top of that her acting sucks the film in general is bad but she's the worst thing in it and that was going to be my vote until I suddenly remembered that I'd seen Match Point this year as well by Woody Allen and that suddenly tipped it in favour of Jonathan Rhys Myers who is awful is he the albino monk in Da Vinci Code no No, that's Paul Paul Bateney who's just god remind Um, me who the other guys. Have you seen Bend It Like Beckham? No. Oh, dear God. He's the love interest in Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, God, him. Yes. And there's this <laughs> one scene... He that... was a bad thing in a very bad film. Yeah. There's, there's one scene with him and Scarlett Johansson, and it's a flirtation in a pub. Mm. Yeah. And it's so funny because she is, it's, she is acting him off the screen, but he thinks... He's keeping up with her. It's so it's so weird. You'll have to watch it to kind of get it. Right. But you can see in his face as an actor, he thinks he's holding his own. And she's fucking catapulting him off the screen. <laughs> um, so I'm actually going to have to say... No, fuck it. Natalie Portman clinches it. Right. Just. God, you've reminded me of Bend It Like Beckham now. Sorry. And that remains one of the worst films I've ever seen. An insult to anyone who watches it, English cinema and Asian people, <laughs> I thought. Not, not, and Keira Knightley made her look even worse. And 
all sorts of things. Anyway, next category. Move on. Don't listen I to me. I said, I said Tom Hanks in The Da Vinci Code. You're you just saying that because you think I think he's the best actor in no, the world No, I don't. I, I just think that he was miscast. You haven't seen The Da Vinci Code. I don't want to see it. It's no, been on it. and it's been on twice around me and I, I just can't be asked. It's actually... No. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not convinced. Bit of fun. No. Bit of fun. Can't be asked. Bit of fun. Can't I, be I don't think he was bad in it. It wasn't a good film. But I don't think it's Tom Hanks' fault that it was a bad film. No. I think you could have put anyone in maybe that I'm, role. I'm, and it maybe been a I'm discriminating. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what you're doing. Discriminating. I think that's about pretty much all hair. of us fucked up in ordinary words this evening. Yeah. This evening. This evening. <laughs> 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 maybe it's his hair. I can't stand. I don't know. Maybe it's. But he has lovely hair. It's flowing. <laughs> I don't want to see that. It's like Baltar. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible Three. Because I just don't like him anymore. I'm sorry, but I don't. You I, just I think can't. he's just weird. You watch I just him think thinking, he's odd. But you believe Scientology. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come on now, please. You just feel he Stop should be it. in care or something D- like that. Deprogrammed um, is the word that I'd like to he use. He should have a um, minder and for them to be filming him and making money off him. He's just <laughs> taking advantage of a person who doesn't know better anymore. <laughs> it's It's quite sad, I think. I was just... Disappointed with both of those things. Yeah, and, and I'm disappointed with Mission both of Impossible guys, Three. Yeah. Had its very enjoyable moments. It did. It, it had Philip Seymour Hoffman, which he he was infinitely better than Tom Cruise in it. Oh, of course he is. Infinitely of course better. he is. So maybe it's Tom Cruise. I don't know. Everybody's better than Tom Cruise. Right then, who's your best actor? We've done that. No, we, no, we haven't. Just oh, the worst sorry. actor. Oh, I did best new. All oh, right, I'm stuck for one now. Ah. Ah. We'll come back to you. Daniel Craig. Leonardo DiCaprio for The Departed. <laughs> Interesting choice. Alexander Sadig. For Syriana. For Syriana. Awesome. Now, I would have nominated that myself, but I'm going to have to go with Daniel Craig again. Yeah. Just in terms of taking an old character and yeah. making it his own, which I think is more of a challenge. Mm. And he has securely made a new Bond. Yeah. Gross. And done it in absolute classic my, style. I want, not that my mum's a massive authority, but... She just came straight and she was like, best Bond ever seen. Wow. Um, she thinks he, he just has much more of a range than Connery. Um, and just Really? Like, yeah. Connery's really? range is massive. <laughs> you know, I mean, most people oh, like the hard sure. man. It's almost as big as Mark Wahlberg's. <laughs> Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Look, Mark, do happy, okay? Do smug. Do angry. Do happy. Do smug. <laughs> Okay, Do so indifferent. Daniel Craig for me. Yeah. I, yeah, I've, got to go you, with, I've got to go with Siddig for... I, he was great. He's fucking fantastic, isn't yeah, it? It's is. such a crazy part as well to see a Star Trek actor do something that good who isn't Patrick Stewart. But the thing is, oh, he I'm, is that I'm, good, though. He right? is that good, yeah. I meant to ask you, is he, he, is, yeah. is he in Rome, the TV series, I not the city? don't know. Because <laughs> I think I saw a trailer for that and he was in that. Sorry. No, anything with Andrew, Alexander Siddiquian is worth watching for, mm. this, for him. For this one, I'm tempted to say Jack Nicholson for The Departed because he once again showed us why he's Jack Nicholson, yeah. <laughs> without a doubt. But, again, that's kind of doing that film to death. No, if, you, if that's no, your choice, if that's your choice man, I'm, I'm going to go with, just to come out of left field a little bit, I'm going to go with Sasha Baron Cohen for, for Borat because he point. didn't just play that in a film. 
No. And he didn't just play Barat for predetermined scripted scenes either. Yeah. He enough. just became a person for a large portion of his life. It's a very mm-hmm. fair point. And that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, look, to, to the that, fact definitely. that someone who worked on an American news program lost her job oh, for bucking him because she thought he was real. Yeah. She, yeah. And he came on. And, and ruined it. If you've seen the clip... It's, it's so clever, though. It's not what he says, it's what he does. Yeah. They're on a two-shot, two people sat down, you know, interv- being interviewed, and all he does is stand up. So all you he see is just, his legs in the shot. sit down. Well, no, and so the guy's, like, going, uh, I can't believe it's going on. And then when they finally cut to a camera that's got his head in it, yeah. the newscaster's head's out of shot because yeah. he stops it down. As soon as they cut the shot, he sits down again. Then he wanders across to the weather guy. The weather guy, and it's oh, but it's yeah. like, we're trying to do the weather here, mate. And it's like, oh, and they're finding it quite amusing. But the producer lost the job over it. Oh dear! Yeah. So he's caught. get a sense of humour. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. Worst film. Worst film. I didn't see that many bad films this year. I have to say, um, the the worst film I saw was The Woods. Which is a bad film, but I'm sure there were worse ones this year. Um, but yeah, a, a little horror film, indie American horror film about girls in a school with the woods come alive and take them in the middle of the night. And Patricia Clarkson's in it; she's quite good. But that's about it. Um, bobbins, I think, is the word. Bobbins. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a load of old bobbins. I think the thing is. We tend not to watch films that we know are going to be shit and are quite clearly shit. Unless you're me. Unless, unless I go out and buy them. See a frame. Mm. Unless Generally, you're forced to watch them on the plane, like yeah. a unless date movie. So you, you've you got a valid argument because you were that was enforced upon you. Yes, date movie, honestly. I'm, I'm in honestly. a very, very, very small pool here. You know Scary Movie right. 2? Has anyone seen Scary Movie 2? Yeah. Yeah. I turned it off. Exactly, date movie. Right. Is, is that kind of thing. Uh, I was literally just watching it because there were a couple of fitties in it and that is it. It's not good enough reason, is it? No, and I was just sat there, bored out of my mind, sat on this bloody plane. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anything with Jessica Simpson is generally bad. Uh, the, the, she was in one film called Employee of the Month. Yes, that's coming out One too. review I read of, I heard about... Uh, said that uh, she at times appeared to not be aware that she was in a film. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, although I've not seen it, anything where anyone could say anything remotely like that, you know, you're not going to hear. And at times, Jack Nicholson was clueless as to what was happening in The Departed. That's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And so I think if you can even say that, I don't need to watch it and it doesn't need to have been made. Although you will. Mm. I, I, no. That's like it depends on the it's... film. I don't think Casper Van Dien had a fucking clue what was going on in Starship Troopers. Not, not um, an idea. But it was still a fucking good film. Mm. Didn't Paul Verhoeven also say that about Casper Van Dien? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't think he knows what we're doing here. <laughs> no. I'm just going to film him. <laughs> Hopefully he'll say that. That's why it's bloody work, though. Yeah, that is the point. Yeah. That's why it worked. Best director. Was it not? Or have I jumped one? No, Worst no, film, sorry, I'm just worst... cutting people off. Um, what, did you have again. an answer for worst film? Or... Yeah, I do. Yeah. Did you give you worst? No. I'm about to. Okay, okay. go on. Uh, v for Vendetta. Right. Worst. Definitely. Mine was Mission Impossible 3. Worst film I saw this year. Interesting. I'll try and do better next time on your birthday, then. 
Was that my birthday day out? Yeah, that's how memorable that was. No, my birthday, we all went to bloody Alton Towers. What are you on about? No. Okay, then. <laughs> anyway, uh, swiftly moving, moving on. on. Best director, then? Pat Chan Wook. Lady Vengeance. Yeah. Um, liked his earlier stuff. Looking forward to his new stuff. Mm. Really want to follow this man's career. Enough said. Okay. I... I'm probably going to join you on that, actually, last minute. I did have Sam Mendes for Jarhead. Because I just like... I just love a lot of the set pieces in that. Mm. I just think there's some blinding shots and some blinding... Good use um, of Nirvana. Mm. Like that. Yeah. Definitely. Need more of that in films. Definitely. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was solid. And what annoyed me about that film is reactions to the film. Nothing happened. You're thick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a film about nothing happening. Exactly. It's the Iraq war, for God's sake. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Mm. It was a big fucking waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm probably going to join you on Pat Chanwok. Pat How about you guys? I'd like to nominate uh, Richard Curtis for uh, Stop It Love Stop Actually, it which I thought was so good, even though it wasn't released this year, it deserves to be counted again. Martin Scorsese for The Departed. Thank you. Okay. Um, Alfonso Cura, I can't pronounce his surname, uh, director of uh, Children of Men. Definitely. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, mine's different to my actual. Uh, my best director this year has to be Terence Malick for The New World. Um, I couldn't give The New World best film this year because... Because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's my opinion, Craig. I know. Um, it's great to wind you up. <laughs> if you really want to wind him up, give him a musical to watch on DVD. Uh, no, a Christmas musical a over Christmas two hours musical long. Over two hours, two hours long. long that stars Albert Finney and feels like having your fucking face drilled. And the, sto- um, and the story comes to a complete a conclusion. A it's not so much winding me up as causing me actual mental pain. And physical. I yeah. could hear your tone of voice as I read the text you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me watch Have I hurt you? Have I done something to you? Have I harmed a member of your family. This was revenge for me lending you pulse, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, worst film I saw this year. <laughs> so what happened? I don't know. Why did it happen? I don't know. What do you think happened? I don't know. Does Richard ever have a different reason for not liking a film? No. Nothing happened. I could make a film where nothing happened for nothing happened. So Terence well, Malick, no. I can't give him it for. I can't give him the best film for the New World, but I can give him best director because the way he approached it was completely unique and worked on such an amazing level. And you want his babies? No. What else has he directed? The Thin Red Line, which is another long, ponderous, pretentious film. Yeah. Badlands, yes. Um, and something else in the late seventies, which I haven't seen. Fair enough. But I need to see that. Actually, just sorry, briefly to come back to Pulse, it wasn't as bad as the American remake. So I apologise for saying the original was the worst film I've seen. Right. Okay. It's it's not. There is a worse one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Last one. Is it not? No. There's Almost. still. Two, two, two left. Okay. This is the longest show we've ever done. Yeah, but not yeah. ten minutes off for the amount of crap at the beginning. This is still the longest show we've ever done. <laughs> it's so fine, it's New Year. Everyone is pissed now. Yeah. And if you actually, if you're listening to this on New Year, 
we're, we're glad we can be with you when you're alone like this. <laughs> so that that, that's true. Come on. What head. are we doing? We're going to a party or, or going out on New Year. We're not listening to a podcast. So that's good. Whereas if you're listening to it while you're not supposed to be partying, then hey, you're probably still pissed. In fact, we'll do a countdown for you if you want. No. no. I think we should do a countdown and then you can just play it back at the appropriate moment. Mm, no. Best looking actress slash actress. Best looking actress. Who put that in there, I wonder? Well, as I came up with all the questions... <laughs> um, one would suspect... One would suspect it was me. Yes, best it was. Best looking actress. Is there a best looking actor? No, or? it's best looking actor. Actor as in... Generic by, that's why I only had best for actors for the year, actors worst actor right. for the year. Okay. You could be either of them. We're trying to get yeah. beyond that yeah. sexist okay. rhetoric. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Eva Green for himself. Casino Royale. Eva Green, I see what you're getting at. Because yeah. she looked good without makeup on. Or she yeah, might have had. Uh, okay, you did. She just... might have had very subtle makeup on. But I'm sure she did. I'm sure, sure she, she did. did. But makeup still to look like you don't have, have makeup, makeup on. Which is quite mad. It's anti makeup. Anti makeup. I see yeah. what you're saying. Um, but I'm gonna have to say Orlando Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> you set it up. I smacked it out the ballpark. What more can you want? Fair enough. Marvelous. Is this generic or just the films we've seen? Generic. generic. Right. Orlando Bloom. <laughs> I'm basing it on the films I've seen. Oh, right. Yeah, likewise. No, just pick anyone fit. All oh, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you don't. Don't. <laughs> I'm if sorry. If you say this, people are going to hate you. <laughs> we're we're going to get email and people are going to stop listening to the show because you'll have, you'll have trashed all your credibility. I know you're going to say it. Tristan. Gonna... What? We're in the same sort of ballpark here. <laughs> Who did I say? You said Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Bloom. Nightly. 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 Oh, God. Sorry, she's just fantastical. Oh. Mm. Mm. Well-dressed skeleton. Kira, if you're listening, take Get the fucker down here. I'll tell you what. Have another one. I'll and take you out to dinner. Craig, <laughs> take you out to dinner. Yeah. And buy you pies. Because fact, if we'll you go don't... to the, we'll go to the Trafford Centre and we'll go go to pie. pie. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what she's our, she's what our government uses as a reason to not send food aid to starving countries? <laughs> they just send them photos of her and go, look, we're fucked. We've got nothing to send you. We've got no food ourselves. Look at this woman. <laughs> and then the people who are actually starving look at her and go fucking hell they are worse than us and they don't aspirate anymore levels it's a very dark side of government levels but it's what they do Let's allegedly not anyway. any more alcohol oh okay no more alcohol okay no more drugs for that two, two guys I guess would have to be um, Johnny Depp he'll appear on my list every year until he's 80 or whatever he's he's lovely and Matthew McConaughey, obviously. And Eva Green for female. Mm-hmm. Stunning. See, I had Eva Bloody Green. Based, I had Eva Green. Based, well, no, I had Alessandro 
Ambrosio, Ambrosio, who is a supermodel, and she plays tennis girl number one in <laughs> Casino Royale. I know it's on the credits list. <laughs> oh, she's the, one of the two that walk past oh, and wink at <laughs> Yes. And then uh, I thought, um, well, I can't really have that because she didn't exactly act. She just was. Um, so <laughs> going to go Eva Green. But, yeah, to give her and all that, you know. There's so many, though. Didn't act was <laughs> was yeah. Eva Longoria as well. We can stick in the mix. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the fact that was what we call a Bevan sandwich. Can I stick in your mix? In the, <laughs> is the matter that in Casino Royale, the the be, the reveal water shot was actually of Daniel Craig, yeah, not the Bond woman. Yeah, a bit I of homoeroticism going on. I there. think that was just was, pure ladies. Yeah. The boys ripped. But the other girl as well started that dress. And then she all oh, took it. <laughs> took what? Him, unfortunately. <laughs> well, no, no, he didn't dip, did he? No. He kind of teased and left. Didn't dip. <laughs> teased, but nothing. Bastard. I would have at least had a. Do the call. sound effect, Craig. No. Do that sound No! No! <laughs> When are we talking about Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> the Bill and Gone. The Simpsons has a podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one, Mike. Uh, last one. Funniest moment of the year in films. Uh, mine has to be uh, the detective Bill Mitchell, played by the guy from Serenity and Children of Men, who can't pronounce his name. Yep. Um, it's fine, it's fine. Looking at, um, he's talking to a woman in an interview room, and she has rather ample breasts, <laughs> and uh, he gets completely busted looking in, at checking is out. Is that in the man. insider? Yeah, in the inside, inside man. man. Sorry. In yeah. the inside man. Yeah, gets busted checking them out, and it's fucking funny. Made everyone in cinema piss. I have to admit, I haven't watched any comedies. Uh, completely out of the ordinary for me, I know, and I will have to work on that next year. <laughs> completely out of the ordinary. <laughs> completely out of the ordinary. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen Borat, so I'm sure that'll be along the lines. Mm. Yeah, likewise. Um, um, for me, as dark as it is as well, the torture sequence in Casino Royale had me pissed. Oh, my God. Actually, I think that might have just stolen what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I thought uh, that was priceless. That was really so was. British. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, oh, fuck. I was going to say something from Devil Wears Prada. I then shifted that um, for Borat for the 69 sequence yeah that's but i'm actually gonna say the torture sequence because i don't feel patriotic very often but i did in that torture sequence definitely Mm, that killed me it was brilliant yeah so actually even though it's the darkest thing i think i saw in cinema this year yeah um yeah definitely the funniest i'm trying to think of a particular scene from jackass 2 it's not funny anymore. It is funny. It's not, you it's know. It's funny as long as Johnny Knoxville wants to climb onto a giant firework and try to be launched into space. <laughs> I will watch him try. <laughs> Damn it. You know, if it's if he stops, I'm fine. I'm not going to miss it. But while he's doing it and filming it, I'll watch. While he wants to be hit up the ass with a bullhorn, still attached to the bull, <laughs> I, I will watch it. <laughs> You know, well, but I just I'm not laughing anymore. Know, it's yeah. over. One was funny. Go away. No, you need to see it. Really, just go you need, away. Trust me, you need to see it. It's. I need to see I Borat. Want to see I want to see. And, and I'm going to refrain from answering this question because I think it would be ridiculous to say anything other than Borat. But Wait, I haven't so seen, seen it, it, so I'll I think you should put it on. Up. 
my funniest thing of 2006 has to be Tom Cruise. <laughs> just generally, <laughs> just Tom Cruise. He believes Scientology. I cannot get over this. This guy goes, I wrote this book. And everyone goes, okay. And they buy it. Sounds dissimilar, not too dissimilar from every other major religion on the planet. Yeah. Makes you think. A book was written. Hey, it's Christmas time. We'll have none of that. <laughs> oh, now is the time to buy Coca-Cola. No, no, we just ignore and... religion at Christmas time. We just eat and watch things and I drink heard... and be merry. Working uh, where I do, um, a couple of my colleagues have young children currently doing plays at school. Yeah. They're not allowed to do the traditional nativity play anymore. Why? Because well, not, you know why, Because Alison. it's not PC. Um, they are doing just, like, ridiculous stories that have absolutely nothing to do with any religion whatsoever. That In is just silly. Nottingham, it has been taken down now. There are no Merry Christmas signs at all, just decorations. Not a single thing saying Merry Christmas, but there were two signs saying Eid Mubarak, which is Arabic for Merry Christmas, or the equivalent yeah. of Christmas in um, Islam. Mm. They have since been taken down, but they were official. I, it's just, I couldn't believe it's it. It's just silly. It's it just is. silly. Why can't we all just do what we do? Really. Exactly. My, I'm happy to say that my cousin's little girl was the narrator mm. today. In the proper story. See, you know, things How like we done things like this. You know, I'm 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 going to Hong Kong in February. And I can't bloody wait. Um, Amazing. I'd miss Chinese New Year. I think just. I would love to go to that. You know, I'd love to experience that. But they don't get panned for having that. You mm. know, yeah, it's oh, their uh, tradition. Yeah. We, we get panned for having our tradition. The thing is, we don't. It's not. We're about to open a huge can of worms. Here. We are. We are. But... I'll just start. Off, I'll, I'll open that can and then run by saying that people in Kuwait were telling me, why do you have these troublemakers in your country? Mm. So. Right. Because you were clever enough to kick them out of yours first. Yeah. So, so um, they have to go somewhere. So it's not. I don't know. It's not. The people that are causing the problem, it's generally, it's generally councils going, yeah. who yeah. know nothing to about. express themselves. Yeah. So there you go. It's middle class white guys that are fucking it up, generally, which is very much a theme throughout the entire world and most problems. Let's put a lid on this guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's supposed to be happy. It's Happy New Year. Yes, and it is. That. Happy New Year. I tell you what we need to do. We need to do some shout-outs. Indeed we do. Um, very quickly, very quickly, do shout-outs. Just people who've cropped up in the in the last couple of months or so. Um, Andy Hazel, thank you for your email. Um, Alec, Domster, Skinton Minted, Carney. Stop giving the endings away, dude. Yeah, what is that about? Have you read that, <laughs> no. his post? Everyone, the end of the film. <laughs> is that go. the one where so-and-so gets like Watch this film, it's great. This is the end. <laughs> All right, cheers. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> That's our job. <laughs> um, Phantom Power, Quasimodo, with a, an exclamation mark, Nabila and Mecca. Yeah. Hello to you all. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for your gobbiness. And whose idea was this? What? Whose idea? Oh, this idea for this show. It was Good Old Sunday. Good Old Sunday. Nice Back in August. Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Back in August. Bloody hell. Mm. Gone where? 
What? Back um, in August? Back in August. Yeah. Oh, he's, 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 not, he's not gone away and he's coming August, back yeah. in August. Oh, that's the kind of thing I used to do. I'm just wondering whether someone else has done it as well. Cool. That was 2006. Indeed. Wow. In our, uh, from our eyes. Thank you for all your contributions to this show. Um, yes. A lot of you go on the forums. We'd like to see more of you. It's a great place to come and talk to us and debate yes. and, and have a good other. old laugh. Mm. Yes, yeah. and talk to each other. It's a good community on there. In fact, there's been so many threads and posts where none of us five have actually featured at all. That's true. You know what I mean? It's, it's a living it's, it's thing not, all by itself. Yeah, now. it's not it's just great. us. You know what I mean? It's for everyone. And um, I remember when we had one post for the beginning of this year, and for a period where I thought Rich was the only person posting, as other people. I'm still mm. the only person posting. <laughs> it's hard work. <laughs> it's what I do all day. I just post from random accounts. Mainly, actually, I just do that in the film spotting forum. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for yeah, if you'd sorry. like to show your appreciation for the show as well, you know, we'd, we've been doing tremendously well this month so far on Podcast Alley. Um, so if you could vote on there you know big thanks and that'll be fantastic uh, there's a link on it uh, on our MySpace page to it as well if you don't go directly to podcastalley.com actually it's a new month tomorrow yep so mm. so yeah thank if, you if for you voting today, today yeah. but go and do it again tomorrow yes. after the hangover yes yeah. indeed or during the hangover I don't care maybe we could see that your hangover through with you yeah, yeah. maybe too yeah I think so if you like lots of people laughing in your ears while you have a headache yeah yeah. <laughs> maybe not the best hangover cure um, anything else that or the MySpace address is myspace.com forward slash movies you should see our profile individual profiles as well all the episodes are available in the store on simplysyndicated.com slash store and uh, that's it leave us an audio comment we'll play them all one day I was going to play a few today but never got round to it um uh, We've only got one or two anyway. And this oh, is well. a long episode. This is a long show. If you are still thing. here, well, thank you. Thank yes, you. Yes, thank yeah. you indeed. If not, you've left your iPod running. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. All right. Ta da. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, we're back on the 6th of January. We should have said that in the iPod competition. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, iPod competition still ongoing. You can win an iPod Nano. Uh, the. Ah, uh, someone pick up because I'm losing words. What did, the question what, is? What did, uh, did, did Bill Van, Murray, Pete Venkman <laughs> say what to? What did Bill Murray say yeah. to Scarlett Johansson's character at the very end of Lost in Translation? The best, most creative answer will win an iPod Nano. Post your entries in the appropriate thread on the forum. Thank you. And we will read out the winner on January sixth. Thank you very much. See you all later. Bye. 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 Save it. Save it now. I have to piss. Hi, I'm calling Movies You Should See. Just wanted to let you know that there's at least one listener from Iceland who listens to this show every week and completely adores it. You make my day, especially on the weekends that I work. You make the hours just fly by. Thank you for making your show so incredibly fun and entertaining. All right, goodbye. Hello, movies you should see. It's Boz again. Sorry, you're probably going to get really sick of me. I'm driving again, listening to your Lord of the Rings podcast, the final part. Um, I I must have missed like the first few episodes. I don't know where it first came up, but the thing about night arrows. I'm just listening to you talk about night boulders. Um. 
Hi guys, uh, this is a message for movies you should see. I'm going to quote, do a quote from a movie that I'd love you to, to uh, do a review on. Here goes. You got a girl that calls you a laughy? Sounds like she's trying to channel some dead lesbian lover. Ouch, that is hot. <laughs> Let me know when you're doing there, yeah? Anyway, that's the quote. I use it all the time, and uh, I'm sure you guys can pick it up. Uh, from Sydney, Australia, adios. Bye. Hello, movies you should see. It's Bob again. You're going to get really pissed off with me. Still listening to Return of the King. <clears throat> you're saying about Eowyn, where she says, I go man, and it is a bit shit. In the book, it's so much better, because... The Hobbit gets picked up by a big burst horseman and hold onto the horse as they ride out. Goes through the entire battle with them. And the point at which you realise it is Eowyn is when she pulls off her helmet and stabs Witch Dude in the face. Um, that would have been much better if they'd managed to pull that off. Okay, difficult keeping her face out of shot. But that, that would have worked if they'd been a bit more true to the book. Also, Theoden's beard. Especially in the two towers, it's green. I don't, you know, watch it again, but it's green. They've dyed it blonde and it's gone wrong and it's hilarious. Uh, so he is now, there is tree beard and there is green beard. Anyway, I'm going now, bye. Hello, uh, this is Jeff from US and uh, I just want to leave a comment about movies you should see. And I was enjoying the Rear Window show and I agree with you. I think Hitchcock was just a genius. There's so many great movies that you guys mentioned in your discussion. And the one I want to also bring up to is Frenzy. And it's really not one that ends up in the top list of many people's top five uh, Hitchcock films. But there is a shot where we stay on the doorway after the uh, killer leaves. And we, we see him... We see him leave, and then we see the secretary return and go up the stairs, and we're waiting for the scream. And it's almost unbearable to watch, but Hitchcock leaves that shot just there. He doesn't cut. He doesn't cut away. We don't see anything else. He forces you to look right there. And, I, I, again, it's one of those moments where Hitchcock really taps into the primalness of life where he forces you to look at something. You don't want to look. You don't. You don't want to stare at it. You you want to look away most of the time. But he forces you to look at things like human nature and all this kind of stuff. But Frenzy is just an incredible, an incredible movie, and I just saw it not too long ago. So anyway, great show. Enjoy it. And uh, anyway, Frenzy. That's that's on my list. So thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Hello, Simply Syndicated. It's Toronto Kev here, and just listening to the Lockstock uh, doodah that you guys did, and wow, a lot of Lockstock haters in the room. Honestly, where's the love? Where's the love, people? Lockstock was the film that made us North Americans, well, wish we were you guys, or, or Londoners at least. It made you guys look like you were having so much more fun than us, uh, and we were missing out. You talked better, dressed better, drank better. You used this crazy Cockney rhyming slang. It was like another world that we wanted to find out about. 
And uh, and why are you guys out of the gate like comparing this, you know, angels with dirty faces comedy thing to train spotting? So 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 different. Maybe like similar cuts and musical editing and blah blah blah. But at the heart, this one, you know, is, is a comedy, and you're comparing that to like tragedy. If I'm gonna drag bloody Shakespeare into it, and you know, the the unlikely pile up of coincidences that pull all these folks together and a hapless bunch of folks in the middle, that's that's what the bard perfected in his comedies, and it's what, you know, the ones where everyone's dying, that's that's tragedies. Well, when main characters are dying, people die in this. Okay, never mind. Anyhow, so you guys are banging on about how it's shot and how, you know, it's edited, and that's why maybe you should see it. But at the heart of it, at the very heart, is how these guys are talking to each other. And the silly, you know, digs and funny put-downs, Honestly, you could watch it all day long, and that's what's at the heart of this film. And uh, it's something that Snatch didn't even have. So, there you go. I hope you all feel properly told off. You're very, very naughty. Anyhow, Merry Christmas, and love you all in a Mr. Ripley kind of way. Bye. Hi, my name is Justin first time caller. My show, my uh, message is for the show, uh, Movies You Should See. I just want to see you guys are great, and I particularly love your accents. Okay, okay, bye.